Okay, welcome. Welcome to the prayer experience. I hope you can hear me loud and clear. It is such a blessing to be able to bring to you on this wonderful, lovely Sunday afternoon in Northwest England. How was church today for many of you who are still, uh, you know, you, you've been to church already. If you're living in that time zone where you're just waking up, I pray you have a wonderful time in your local assembly. Some of us are still on virtual church. Others have begun to physically go in. But whichever uh, choice that you make, let today be a wonderful day of worship and praise to God. On that note, I welcome you again to the prayer experience. Those of you in uh, Pakistan, the Philippines, Nigeria, parts of Africa, Kenya, Uganda, South Africa, from wherever, United Kingdom, welcome to the prayer experience. Do us a great favor and do the kingdom of God a great favor. Share, press the share button right now and share this video. Share it with friends, share it with families and let them know it is time to pray. It is a Sunday and it's prayer experience. Connect with me connect with us, connect with the team. We've got some of our uh, team members who are online on YouTube, on Facebook, and on other channels. Uh, they will comment with you. They will interact with you. If you want to leave us a prayer request, we'll pick it up. And after this broadcast, we will pray as a team. Also, you want to say something that the Lord may have been speaking to you, share with us, and we will uh, be blessed. Uh, to know that God is speaking through you as well. So thank you very much. Uh, we're going to go straight into thanksgiving right now. And the scripture I've got is a very familiar piece of scripture. Psalm 100 and verse 4. To enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, God says, if you're coming to me, if you're coming into my presence, it doesn't matter whether you're coming for intercession, prayer of faith, prayer of consecration, all kinds of prayer that you have. Whatever reason you're coming, first and foremost, give thanks. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. In other words, thanksgiving opens the gates of heaven to you. Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your living room, uh, outdoor, indoor, it doesn't matter where you are. You can pray. God is right there with you. Let's give thanks to the Lord Almighty. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. What a great God you are. What an amazing God you are. The God of all gods. The King of all kings. The Master of the universe. Father, we worship you today. We bless you today. And we enter through your gates with thanksgiving. We enter into your court with praise. We come into your presence with worship in our heart that we have no other God but you and you and you and you alone. Father, thank you for your blessing over our lives, over our husband, wife, children, grandchildren, or even great-grandchildren, people in our lives, in our workplaces. We want to thank you for what you're doing in our nation. Thank you for Boris Johnson. Yes, thank you for Boris Johnson. Thank you 
for the government of this nation. Thank you for the queen. Thank you, Lord, for the various nations represented on the prayer experience. And we thank you for the government of those nations. And thank you for what you are set to do over the next few weeks, months, and years. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know, I just want to say big congratulations to um, Boris Johnson. And, uh, he, you know, he got married, was it yesterday or two days ago? It was secret, but that is the way to go about it. That is the way to go about it. You love someone, take them and get married <laughs> don't play around okay so when i heard the news i said that is good for the united kingdom that our prime minister is now married that is really good so we give thanks to god for for that other people might not see that very important but we see it as christians that's the way to go about things okay the inspired word that wasn't my inspired word by the way i'm going into my inspired word now god's unlimited resource made available to us through prayer ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Isn't that amazing? It says God's immeasurable power has been made available. It's been made available, but we will only enjoy it by our prayer life. It says, it says, it says, um, he can do more than all we ask or imagine, ask or imagine. The asking aspect reflects the prayer uh, aspect of our lives. What if we never ask? What if we never come to him in the place of prayer? He says he's able to do more than we ever ask. He didn't say he's able to do even if we don't ask. That's, that's not what he's saying. That scripture particularly is talking about prayer. I know many times God will do things even when we haven't prayed we haven't asked him for it he will do it but then he's saying there is another level you come to with me when i begin to do much more than you can ask is he saying do not ask no he's saying yes come asking but come believing come in faith knowing that what he's got is more than you can ever ask you know, everybody praying on planet Earth today, seven, eight billion people. If we all get on our knees now and we begin to ask the Lord, guess what? We can never exhaust God's resource. We can never exhaust his resource. There is more than enough in the courts of heaven. Philippians tells us in Philippians 4.19 that he, he supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory. By Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1 3 says, We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What am I talking about? His resource is infinite. His resource is infinite. I want us to have a moment of reflection and, and think about, just think to yourself, whatever all the prayers I can ever pray put together, God is able to do more than anything. I can bring to his doorstep. He's able to answer that prayer. 
I want us to have a moment of reflection and say, Lord, help me to believe. Help me to trust in you. Help me to depend on you. Help me to know you more and more and more and more. Help me to have that confidence when I come into prayer. Nothing doubting. The Bible says, let him that comes to God to ask. He says, you'll come in faith, not doubting. Because if you doubt, you're like, uh, uh, you know, somebody who is toes to and fro like the waves of the sea. Father, help us to just have that full, confident assurance in who you are and the reasons you've made available to us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know something? We're beginning to, on the prayer experience team, we, we're suddenly finding out that we just talk about things. We just think about things. And before you know it, God is meeting that need. God is supplying. God is making a way. We were just thinking about it. We, were, we, we, had, we may not even have gone into the place of prayer, but we were thinking about it. We were talking about it. And there's a teaching I did the other day in which I said, prayer is not just when you come to kneel down. Prayer is the sum total of my thoughts, of my words. It says, let the meditation of my heart and the words I speak be acceptable unto you. When you get to the point, you get to a level where God begins to respond to the words you speak and the thoughts in your mind. And he's able to do exceeding abundantly above. I want us to pray for the church, the body of Christ, that we will begin to envision spiritual harvest, that we'll begin to think it. You remember that scripture we read? It said, it's able to do more than we can imagine. I want us to begin to pray for the church, that the church will begin to envision, will begin to think post-lockdown harvest. You know, as the restrictions have been lifted and you know, um, people are going about freely now, that this will be the time we will see more people come to know Jesus. Look at John chapter 4, verse 35. Jesus speaking, he said, Do you not say it is still four months until the harvest comes? Look, I say to you, raise your eyes. This is Jesus speaking. Raise your eyes. Another translation says, lift up your eyes and look at the fields and see. Wow. <laughs> I like that. They are white for harvest. What God is saying is the harvest is available now. There are people right now who want to give their life to Jesus. They're waiting for somebody to come to speak to them. There are people right now whose hearts are ready. They're waiting for somebody to speak, uh, preach the gospel to them. People are waiting for someone to invite them to church. People are waiting for somebody to connect with them. The harvest is ripe already. And, and you know, we've got to pray that the church will awaken. The church will be stirred up. God will grant us vision. God will grant us foresight. We'll begin to see with the eyes of the Spirit. Wow. Hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands across the world come to know Jesus in this season. It's not just the end of the pandemic, it's the beginning of spiritual harvest. Father, we want to pray into this. We pray that the church, wow, we want to pray that the church we will begin to envision because you are able to do more than we can ever ask or even envision. We pray that you will help us to envision, envision 
post-lockdown harvest. Envision post-pandemic harvest. Envision that the, 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 the in this time and in this season, rather than, than being complacent again, rather than becoming lukewarm again in our faith, rather than going back to where we used to be before the lockdown, that right now, we begin to pray for it. We begin to see. We begin to have the vision. We begin to step out. We begin to uh, 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 bring in the harvest into the kingdom. We want to see men and women give their lives to the Lord. We want to see young people give their lives to the Lord. We want to see uh, people in our communities, in our sphere of influence, in our workplaces. When we go to work, in our minds, we're thinking, Lord, the harvester. When we go shopping, when we go out and about in the community, we're thinking about our neighbors. We're thinking about people in our families that are not yet saved. Give us the power to maintain that vision, oh God, of seeing the world one to you, Father. Yes, we ask for that. We pray that the church will catch fire. There will be a passion in our heart. There will be a desire in our heart to want to see the, the, the lost one to you, Father. We want to see that happen. We want to see that happen across the nations of the world. Thank you, Father, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to pray for the nations. Let's pray for the nations in line with what we've been praying, that the church will envision a spiritual harvest. We want to pray that the hearts of men and women, people who don't know Jesus, their heart will just be open to realize we haven't got years and years and years and years anymore. Look at this scripture. It says in the scripture, God says, when the time came, I listened to you. And when you needed help, I came to save you. Look at that. It says, that time has come. This is the day for you to be saved. We want this message to ring in the hearts of everyone and anyone across the world who is not yet saved. Not to defer it till tomorrow. Not to defer it till next week. Not to say, well, I'll get saved sometime when I grow older. But that people will begin to see the urgency of the times. The urgency of the times. Today is the day of salvation. Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die after that is judgment. People do not know when their day of judgment will come. Nobody has a guarantee to live forever. You know, we want to pray, God, touch hearts. God, touch hearts in my nation. Can you pray that with me? Pray for your nation. Pray for people in your nation. Pray for people in Nigeria, people in South Africa. Pray for people in Gambia, in Kenya. Pray for people in Morocco, in Tunisia, in, in Algeria, in Egypt, Eritrea. We want to pray for people across the world, in Kenya. We pray for sinners in uh, 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 Pakistan, the unsaved, that they will realize that today is the day of salvation. Today, now is the time. Jesus died 2,000 years ago, and the time is ticking, is ticking for every individual. The time is ticking, is ticking. You know, for every unsaved person who dies, the time stops at that point. For anyone who doesn't know Jesus, the minute they die, the time stops. The time of salvation, it stops. The clock stops. 
the watch stops, everything stops. It is ticking at the minute for a lot of people. It is ticking. Today is the day of salvation. Many defer salvation till tomorrow, but this, but sometimes it stops before they could make up their mind to get saved. Father, we pray, bring that urgency into the hearts of people in my family, into the people, into the hearts of people in my community, into the hearts of people in Preston, oh Lord, in Wigan, in Blackburn, in Blackpool, in the name of Jesus. We ask uh, that there will be a, 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 a conviction of sin in the hearts of people. People will realize that they need the Savior. They need the Savior, not tomorrow. They need him today, now. Lord, make that happen across the world. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You know, I want us to pray for families. My, We're going to split this into two. Uh, we're going to pray for young people. But I want us to pray for families in DR Congo. We're going to pray for young people now, but then I want us to pray for uh, families in DR Congo. DR Congo, a week ago, they had earthquakes in DR Congo as a result of volcanic uh, eruption that took place in some parts of Congo and devastation of farmlands and lives and, and several lives were lost uh, um, it, through that volcanic uh, um, uh, reaction that took place and earthquakes. You know, I never hear of earthquakes in Africa. I never hear of earthquakes in Africa. And, and so we're going to pray that in a minute. But let's pray for families, pray for young people. Uh, I want you to pray for the young people in your family. Pray that they will turn to the Lord. Look at this scripture in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 25. It says, captives of warriors will be released. Plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I'll fight those who fight you. I will save your children. I want to pray salvation for our children, that they will turn to the Lord. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance from the drug culture. Deliverance from the, uh, uh, you know, permissive overly permissiveness that the society offers, uh, the, uh, deliverance from uh, uh, stubbornness and disobedience to the to the ways of God and the laws of God. want to pray for prodigal children. They will come back home. Come and pray with me wherever you are. Join me to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we do pray for young people, Lord. We pray. You said you will save our children. We pray for families across the board. We pray for families in the north, families in the south, east, west of England. Pray for families in Wales, families in, in Ireland, families in our nation, oh God. We know praying mothers and praying fathers who are praying that you will touch their children and their young ones and teenagers. They are on their knees day and night praying. Father, you will hear from heaven and you will bring deliverance, oh God. We want there to be joy again in homes, joy again in families. We pray for those children that have uh, left school. A parent was telling me, my son left school and refused to go back to school. Uh, and, and he's not doing anything meaningful with his life. We want to pray for parents who are really, really struggling. Father, you will, you will step into that situation. Turn the hearts of these children. Turn their hearts, oh God. 
turn their hearts to you. We pray that in the name of Jesus. We pray for the school system. Pray for the education system in the United Kingdom and in nations across the world. You will invade the system, oh God. You will smash the, 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 the pillars of pride, the pillars of intellectualism that denies the existence of God. You will smash that, oh God. We want to see young people turn to you. We want to see young people surrender to you. Let there be an awakening. Let there be a revival. Let there be a move of God. God, in the lives of our children, oh God, we pray these in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And Father, we want to pray for families in DR Congo. We want to pray, oh God, for families and children. Lord, it breaks the heart to think about the children that lost their lives in this earthquake in DR Congo. Lord, we pray that those families, you will bring peace to those families. You will bring restoration to those families. And we ask for deliverance for the Air Congo in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of economic crisis, to not have a volcano and to have earthquake that is piling misery upon misery but we we pray oh god that you will intervene and step into homes and families make a way for them let the government do the right thing oh god we pray for international agencies that they will rush to their aids oh god and you will help them father thank you lord in the mighty name of jesus amen and amen I tell you tomorrow, we're going to pray for DRC, DRC uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. We're going to pray for them as well again tomorrow. Um, I will spend a couple of days this week just praying into that situation uh, in Africa. No wonder the Bible says, uh, it says, um, arise and shine, your light is come. Then it says, darkness will cover the earth, gross darkness the people. Unprecedented darkness we're seeing in the world today, not just with the COVID-19, but in different aspects, in different areas, in conflict, in, in terms of having an earthquake, in areas where, you know, it, it's unthinkable, and having a, a volcano in areas that is unthinkable. Um, you know, we, we just got to pray for our world. The more prayer we pray across the world, the less the force of evil and unrighteousness. Uh, let's let's pray healing prayers and we'll finish and go. Okay, if you're out there, let's put our faith together, okay? Let's join our faith together. Let's trust God for healing and health. Look at Jeremiah 30, verse 17. It says, I will restore you to health. Heal your wounds, declares the Lord. That's as succinct as it ever gets. That's as clear as it ever gets. It says, I will restore you to health and I will heal your wounds. I want us to pray. I remember a dear brother who tested positive this week to COVID-19. And the next time he messaged me, he said, I've been given the all clear. I no longer have uh, uh, the virus in my system. And that is what God can do. We remember the four-year-old girl we were praying for who was rushed to hospital last weekend and God answered our prayers and she's back in school this week. That is what my God can do. When we trust him, when we believe him, when we reach out in faith. So wherever you are now, 
even if you're standing on behalf of somebody else. Let's pray together. Let's unite our faith together. Bible says, whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And he said, if two of us shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done for us of our Father who is in heaven. Lord, I want to agree with my brothers and sisters and people who might be unwell in their body, sick in their body, or sick in their minds, or have an infirmity uh, 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 in, in, their, in their heart, oh God. We pray for healing and deliverance, uh, emotional healing, uh, spiritual healing, physical healing. We rebuke the spirit of infirmity. We command you, lose your hold and be gone out of that life, out of that circumstances. In the mighty name of Jesus, we speak to every pain to cease. We speak to every discomfort to cease. We, we speak to every situation to cease. That is not the will of God because you said, Lord, you will restore us to full health. You said in your word that you're the Lord who heals us. You are Jehovah, our healer. And we thank you for your healing power. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Let's give God praise. Give him, give him praise. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for the time today. Thank you for, for your blessing upon our lives. Thank you for my brothers and sisters in Pakistan Thank you for my brothers and sisters in, in India, in Iran, in, in Africa, in Europe, in America, across the world. We want to thank you, Lord, for answered prayers today. Thank you because you hear us whenever we pray. You even said in your word that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above what we can ever ask or imagine. What a great God you are. Thank you, everyone, who's been on today. I tell you, tomorrow we are back again. But we do appreciate each and every one of you. This evening, this evening, you don't want to miss this evening. It's going to be good. It's going to be a, a blessed time. Do maybe talks with Pastor Benny, 6 p.m. tonight on Facebook and on YouTube Please don't miss that. Um, our overhead, when they were preparing, the maybe and Pastor Benny preparing, I overhead a little bit of the discussion. And I said to myself, I don't want to miss it myself. It's going to be encouraging. It's going to be inspiring. Share it with friends and family. Uh, let people know. 6 p.m. tonight, the maybe talks with Pastor Benny. And we're back tomorrow again at 1 p.m. God bless you. Bye-bye.
Oh